0: They shoot the shit. They shoot, they shoot the shit. Shoot, 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 shit, shit, shit. Shooting the shit with Chippa. I'm going to talk really fast because the guest that I have here is used to listening to me in two times speed. Good evening (laughs) and welcome to Shooting the Shit with Chippa. I bet when he listens to this it's going to sound really weird because it'll be at four times speed.
1: It will be. That's really, that's rough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: anyway, sorry. I just felt like so so hey everybody, welcome to shooting the shit with Chippa. Um my guest tonight is Mark Gaydosh and you said that I have that correct? That is correct. Uh, yes. No one
1: no one gets it right. Everyone is Gaydosh or Gaydish, like there's an i in there or they like try to think that oh if I say gay I'll offend you. So they'll say uh gadish and I'm like, "No, it's exactly how it looks." But anyway, uh, yeah thank you mark gaddish
0: no you're very welcome so mark um was one of my newer uh, patrons from earlier in the summer and he reached out to me and wanted to be on the show and because i love talking to people and because he seemed like a cool guy here we are um so before we start and let uh, mark give you a little intro onto where he's coming from from his spot in the world. A little bit of housekeeping. i like to thank my $15 or more patrons by name. They are Mason, Christopher Finnick, my mother, Patricia Chipman. Hey, Mom. And Hugh K. Campbell, Jr. He goes by Green Goblin on Twitter. You probably know him. He is awesome. He was one of the earlier guests on the Talkbuster podcast. Um, and I'd like to thank my newest patrons, Alex Shaw, Andres Rodriguez, and Skullface. Um and also, like a lot of my podcasts tonight, is brought to you by the Geeks with Shields podcast. Your home for all things good and nerdy in this The Darkest Timeline. <laughs> Go over there and check them out. Um, I've been on their show a lot, and they've been on this. And I like what they do, and I hope you do too. And
1: with that, Mark, introduce yourself to the world, as it were. Um. Well, I'm... Uh... I live over in Ohio, down in Cincinnati at the moment. Grew up in Cleveland, um, and I'm just a guy who I work in the mental health field, and I listen to more music than should be humanly possible. And um, that's, I mean, that's that's my basics, I guess. Um, and I play, and I try to play video games, and I started a YouTube channel, re, YouTube channel recently, and that's a, uh, that's pretty much about it. <laughs> Do you do Let's Plays or is it like reviews and stuff? Um, it's Let's Plays at the moment. I do want to get into more um, analysis of things. Um, it's called, the the channel's called Walk With Me Gaming. Um, and I mostly, as, as of now, right now, I'm trying to focus on uh, more like walking simulator games. I don't know how familiar you are with those. Um, just kind of like the games that are more, like particularly they're usually first person games, but they're, not shooters, they're not action games, they're not even you don't really do too much in them. They're interactive stories and um and mostly it's just going from one point to another exploring the story. So recent ones that are popular would be like Firewatch, Gone Home, um uh the uh Vanishing of Ethan Carter, stuff like that. So Oh, okay, yeah. I've I've heard of those last two for sure. Yeah. So just just stuff that's a little more on the artsy side of games. So it is not everyone's taste and it is not meant to do anything in terms of a uh, popularity boom. It's purely just me wanting to sit down and play these games because I have a bad habit of playing the same four games over and over again. And I wanted to work through a few more libraries because I can't play Binding of Isaac and Breath of the Wild forever. So <laughs> although I have heaven or any place like
0: that, wherever if I was stuck on a lonely island by myself, I would hope I could just play Breath of the Wild forever.
1: Yeah, I mean I've I've beaten it twice now and I'm on my third playthrough again. So it's it's a bad habit. <laughs> it's just wonderful. <laughs> it's just such oh, a yeah. wonderful game. I mean, it blew me away. Like I'm it it doesn't help like I'm a I'm a guy who mostly has just I have a Mac for gaming, which is already tells you that I'm not really much of a game player. And I have mostly nintendo products and i hadn't bought a console since the wii so like seeing the trailers for the switch and seeing that they're like you know when they when they showed the Legend of zelda and announced that pokemon was going to be on a console i'm like all right nintendo you won me back yep exactly they're uh, they're geniuses in that respect yeah yeah i i couldn't i i couldn't stop Playing it for the longest time, like it would be bad. I'd get home from work, play for like four and a half hours, go to bed, wake up, play another four hours, go to work, and yeah, it, it's infectious. <laughs> you just, you just, there's so much. There's just you, and you really get drawn in, especially when you look and you're like, "Oh, that looks like an interesting point. I'm gonna go there." And you can, it's great.
0: Yeah, it. I've I've never seen Nintendo tackle something like that, and they. They kind of just looked at the rest of the world and the rest of games creation and went, "Oh,
1: you think you're good at doing games like this? <laughs> just, just watch. We, we, don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll show you. We've been around the block a few times. We know what we're doing. We we made the original sandbox game. Are you guys ready? Right. <laughs> exactly. And and I do think that it it really appealed to that idea. I mean, I I laughed at uh you know the I don't know if you ever watch like Game Grumps, but how yep. the one guy. I don't know if you've ever seen the sequelitis video that uh, Aaron Hansen made. No, no, I didn't see that one. That sounds great, though. Oh, you, you'd like him. I wish he did more of these. He's only done, like, four, but essentially they're, like, complaints about, uh, like, one game versus their sequel. And one he does is uh, Ocarina of Time, which, as most people consider it to be the greatest game of all time, he rips through it for a lot of reasons. And... uh and it's it's pretty funny because he's like, I hate how direct this is, how it's one line. You play through it this exact way, and that's it. And and he references going back to the first game where it's open. You can do any dungeon in any order. And then they're like, here's Breath of the Wild. And he was like, this is everything I wanted. <laughs> it was amazing to just like – you could step
0: away from Breath of the Wild and walk right back in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which – Which I found some games recently, they they require too much attention to Mm -hmm. exactly where you were at and what you've learned and what you've done. And I felt like that game, you could turn it on and just kind of be like, you know, I don't really remember where I was at, but you know what? I'm going to go check out over here now.
1: Exactly. And then it's like, this looks new. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Now I remember what I was doing. Yeah, I'll get to that. (laughs) You know, and it. And sometimes sometimes yeah. I'd turn it on and just decide to
1: walk. Yeah, and, that's, and that is why I love walking simulator games. I, I, I laugh because I would love to play uh, – if, if I one day get a capture card where I can record uh, through consoles, I would love to play Breath of the Wild because I always laugh. I say like, my favorite part of Breath of the Wild is just looking at a mountain going, I'm going to climb that mountain. And I'm like, this would be a great walking simulator if it wasn't for all the combat. Uh, yes, which which is which is not many people's opinion on uh, most games, but uh, that's me. Like my my worst is uh, shooter games that are gorgeous, like um, Bioshock or the Half Life series. Like if I could play those without shooting a gun, I'd be so happy. I just want to pick up paint cans and throw them. Mm. <laughs> that's all I want. I have a gravity gun. Let me play. Did you hear that they're gonna have that mode in Death Stranding?
0: Uh, I don't think I know what Death Stranding is. What is that? So Death Stranding is the Hideo Kojima Guillermo del Toro game.
1: Have well, you heard about this? I'm interested now. i would heard of it. I don't know anything about it, but S- you have my full attention now that you've said that together. So, so I've watched
0: the trailer <laughs> and I still can't tell you what the hell's
1: going on in it, but it, but it looks gorgeous, number I mean- one. If it's Hideo Kojima and, and uh, Guillermo del Toro, I don't think they want you to know exactly what's going on. And they hired actors
0: and, like, scanned them into the game. So remember how <laughs> they remember how they were doing that Silent Hill game and they yeah. had a guy from The Walking Dead in it? Yep. Well, that, that game went belly up, but yep. I guess they used the same actor to be the main guy in this. And one of the characters is Mads Mikkelsen. And the game just, I guess, has kojima said there's a no combat movie or super easy movie mode there we go meant that's meant to turn it basically a walking simulator where if you want to just experience the story it i guess it goes to like you know walk this way and then hit
1: these button combinations okay now walk over and i'm like that's awesome that's perfect for me that's like uh the the one horror game soma has that in it where the enemies are still there, but they don't attack you. And I was like, perfect. Now I can play this game because I'm also terrified of – I do not do anything horror, whether it's movies or games. But I'm like, I will play this now because it's great and it's got a cool story. But I am just terrible at surviving. I'm really bad at games in general. So taking the challenge out helps me tremendously. <laughs> That's awesome. Um,
0: So to uh, to to not forget to get there – Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into the, you know, meat of, uh, of the conversation, yes. I wanted one, I wanted one to thank you for being in, um, the mental health field. Cause that's,
1: that's that... a lot, <laughs> that's
0: a lot. So I, I, appreciate that, especially in a world where that has been such a stigma up it until is. recently. I mean, you, how, you're
1: around my age.
0: How old are you, sir?
1: I am, uh, I'm going to turn 30 in November.
0: All right. So you're five years younger than me. So y- you and I have both grown up in the world where. That really
1: wasn't looked at in the greatest light. No, no, and... I mean it's a it's a it's a very different world, and it's hard to tell if it's really different or if it's just you just didn't notice it. Like, yeah, because um, I mean we get uh, a a so most people shocking amounts of suicidal teenagers that come in, and like people would not believe it. And when I see all these kids, I look at it and go do your classmates know that you're here like do do you tell them about this does this just go on as a normal thing because i can't think of any times where kids were missing for several days at a time and people ask around and be like oh what where's this person and like oh they're in the hospital because they tried to kill themselves and it's like if that if i heard that in high school i'd have been blown away because that would never have occurred to me in high school and right. uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird world and it keeps Getting worse, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm 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 really glad that you do it, and uh, you know, a topic for another time of how uh, how you ended up there. But I really appreciate.
1: Oh, how, sure. You do that. I I'd, um, I'd love to talk about it eventually, but uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was gonna say you have your cards. I've sent them to you, and I have do. you have you ever listened to um. A show where I've played right quote wrong movie
1: Oh absolutely I seriously can't Wait until yes. this, this becomes Made a full thing because I will Be buying this I promise you that
0: Oh I can't wait um, you, you and me both So I, I've actually already gotten some Cool feedback um, from some of my Friends who were at the, the Talkbuster show which is you're Now the second person that wasn't at That show that's gotten to Play with the actual deck so the Photo I sent you is of the actual deck I Made for real um yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and so um my friends gave me some feedback. So they gave me some cool feedback like the blue cards, right? Yeah. Y- you you and me and a lot of pretty much everyone I have on this show this game's made for us, right? But yeah. things like cards against humanity and other games have found ways to be more mass marketable by just having lots of stuff that people know and understand. Agreed. So so I've kind of been throwing this game together with friends of mine at work and other friends through, like, a Google Doc, like, over lunch. So, yeah. like, if, if you have quotes that you think you want added to it, email them to me. You know what sure. I mean? Because that's okay. – and um, – but they they brought up something cool. The blue card – again, because on the yellow card I have, you know, the quote from the movie and the name of the movie. So, right. it's unambiguous. We're telling you, okay, this quote comes from this movie. You don't need any more information than that. You either know the movie or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um. But on the blue card, people are like, well, you have a lot of movies in there that maybe everybody hasn't seen. So uh-huh. but people know characters and right. people know synopses. So I'm going to think about putting like a one sentence blurb about what the movie's about and a couple character names so they can go. Oh, OK. Yeah, right. Darth Vader is in Star
1: Wars. So now it's Darth Vader is saying this quote. That's you know I think what that's, I mean? I think that's a fantastic idea because I will it admit is. A few of your like classics, like anything I I am woefully ignorant of anything kind of before the nineties. Like yep. some people are shocked how I don't know any eighties. Like people are like, You've never you've never seen, you know, you've, you've never seen any of the Chucky movies or any of the slasher movies. I'm like, Nope. And they're like, What about all the, the teen dramas and all those? I'm like, Nope, I've got nothing. I'm like nineties comedies and up and no, no and, worries and lots of cartoons. So many cartoons. Yeah, there will definitely be a cartoon <laughs> pack. Like, that's going to – my wife and I are already
0: talking expansions. For oh, this, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It, it's going to be wait. Ri- It's gonna be ridiculous. I can't wait to turn this into something real. Um, But it, it's still – it's something about holding the game in my hands that just makes me really <laughs> happy.
1: Oh, I'm sure. You're like, yeah. I made this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, so – um, and again, if I pull a movie name and you don't know it, we we can just jump right by it. So you sure, just sure. said you don't know 80s, so do you not know Evil Dead?
1: I know basically what Evil Dead is. I I am a uh I I know my a lot of information by Wikipedia. Like it annoys cool. people because I'll be so like you, Oh yeah, this movie's great and they're like, You haven't seen it yet. And I'm like, but I've heard good things.
0: <laughs> you know what? That happened to me the other day. I <laughs> I have never seen I came to the realization, Jackie Brown. Yeah, me neither. Okay. And like, <laughs> I know everything about Jackie Brown. I know all the quotes. I know all the characters. Yeah. I know the story. I know who lives, who dies, what goes down. And right. I, tur- I turned it on because I'm like, I'm going to revisit Jackie Brown. Tarantino's in the news.
1: I'm going to watch Jackie Brown because <laughs> oh. I've never seen it. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just, you-, you never know. I mean, that's, I could say the same thing about Pulp Fiction maybe five years ago like i knew everything about it but i'd never actually seen it i'm like i should really sit down and i tried to do that with occasional classics but but we'll move on anyway (laughs) oh do you want to use evil Dead? do you want me to pull a different card i i i'd be fine with evil dead all right hit me with some i hope i okay i hope i can do this um let's see. and for those listening at home they're listening to this
0: for the first time it's played like Cards Against Humanity. I throw a movie down, and him, uh, Mark, and I each have ten quotes from unrelated films, and we have to come up with a quote that we think would be funny or ironic to go with that movie. And, um, uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right. I think,
1: I think I've got mine. <laughs> okay. Go All for right. it. I like the way you died, boy, from Django Unchained.
0: Yeah, that, that's a damn good one. Um, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Bless me, father, for I have just killed quite a few men. Oh, my God. I
1: thought I thought I had it, but I, I like that one a lot. I, that's I fantastic. Thought, I, thought, I thought you had it, too, until oh, I saw that. All that's, right. That's phenomenal. All right. You so get round, the point on that one.
0: Round one to Mr. Chipman. All right. Let's see. Next movie. Freddy versus Jason. Oh boy! Wow. I. Yeah. Okay. This Let's is fun. <laughs>
1: um. Oh boy.
0: Uh... <laughs> Sorry.
1: I'm just oh, reading. okay. I'm just reading mine. I think I I think I've got one. All right. <laughs> uh, one stop shopping. Everything you need right at your fingertips. Yes. Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> I'm about
0: to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. <laughs> Deadpool.
1: God, that's, that's. I mean, uh, yep. I mean, Deadpool is like an evolution of his kind of comedic tone. So, oh man, I, I, I think I like yours better again. <laughs> so, Come on. I mean, I, I th- keep pulling... I keep pulling out
0: like 1920s films and I'm like, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I
1: might know it again, but I I don't know. (laughs) It's cool. All right. The exorcist. All right. We're sticking with horror movies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of horror movies in here. That's, I mean, they're, they're so easy to put quotes to. All right. I got mine. All right. Oh, wait. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with this one. (laughs) All right. Uh, Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck.
0: Nice, (laughs) nice. If um, if she turned her head around and just said that, (laughs) and then spit pea soup everywhere.
1: Right, right. um, And and then it would just be another quote from Aladdin that he's referencing older movies. (laughs) All right, I've got. You want me to salute that walking pile of pus?
0: (laughs) Day of the Dead. Solid, solid, solid. I think yours wins that one. (laughs) I'm happy with that. So let's, let's pull one more because I just love this game. Sure. Why not? I'm down for it. Let's pull one more. All right. We've got, you know, I'm too many horror movies, Chris. What are you doing? (laughs) You know, that's the, it's the will of the cards. Ah,
1: here we go. Airplane. Oh boy. (laughs) I have one of the airplane quotes, but I can't use that one. Obviously. I've got a good one. Go ahead.
0: Hey, guys. Which one of these makes me look more like a doctor? Me playing saxophone or me listening to saxophone? Ghostbusters 2016. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Which, if you haven't seen it, is one of the funniest goddamn parts of that movie. I have not. Uh... So it's, it's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of chaos going around. Now, now I, that you
1: just say that, that's all I need.
0: <laughs> and and he's holding up two headshots of him shirtless with a saxophone. <laughs> and they're all like having this like heated conversation and he goes, "Hey, hey, hey guys. Which one of these makes me look more like a doctor? <laughs> me listening to saxophone or me playing saxophone?" And the listening to saxophone picture is him holding it up to his ear like a phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh the the dim-witted beautiful man that's that's Mm -hmm. all they needed um okay i i don't think i have much good so i'm just gonna go with market research says people love monkeys from james
0: (laughs) all oh that's fantastic (laughs) um i mean i think both of those quotes would fit with that movie but i like mine
1: yeah Yeah, i like yours too
0: okay so that's right quote wrong movie Love. thank you so much for playing I, it kind of like it, it. it kind of just lightens the mood and it gives me an excuse to play games with people exactly Who needs- all right yeah. so let let's let's get into the bulk of our conversation and let my mic keep cutting out Woo-hoo. i am i'm ready so hit hit me with something so you we were talking music um yeah. and uh let's um let's go in a direction um what uh I'll, hey i'll start this what's the first um live show you ever saw?
1: um i kind of have two answers for that okay so technically the first live show i saw was yellow card at the gravity games in i think it was like 2004 maybe i think it was in eighth grade at the time so the gravity games and it was yellow card and jane's addiction and my mom wouldn't let us stay for jane's addiction so we just saw yellow card and this was right before they got big And no one knew who they were, and everyone booed them, including me, even though uh, maybe a year later I was listening to them, just like everyone else who was in the pop-punk craze. So, Of course. um, Yeah, so that one is technically my first one, but my first concert that I went to in a concert venue was Dragon Force. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Right? Wow. That's, that is, and that's the best time I saw them because every other time I saw them was opening for people. And Dragon Force is not an opening band. You kind of have to see them in their prime. (laughs) No, they are not an opening band. Like, that'd be like seeing Tool
0: as an opening band. Right. There's just something (laughs) not quite right about that.
1: (laughs) They need to be the big name. And and it's so funny because when they're on stage, they have like three fans like set up in front so that all their long hair can be flowing back. Like while Herman Lee is doing his solos, he's got to have his hair flowing and, uh, it works.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So that's, so my first show, it's weird. Cause, cause I actually kind of have it. It's, it's a strange, um, mix. Cause like my first show ever uh-huh. was seeing this band called Dow Jones and the industrials.
1: Okay. And,
0: there's a couple bands that have had that name, but this band was a <laughs> was a North Shore Massachusetts ska punk band.
1: That's that um, sounds like a fun start.
0: <laughs> yep. And they were also the stage band for our pep rallies at my Catholic high school. <laughs> so like it's like oh, we have this one kid that plays music. <laughs> So they they'd throw him up on stage with his band to play the pep rallies, and so we we'd see them at school, and they'd normally have a show at some like youth group center that night. But there was a crazy like underground, you know, explosion yeah. in that like the late the mid to late nineties, oh, yeah. so, um, ska punk. <laughs> so like they'd play shows with kicked in the head, Big D in the kids' table, um. Uh, mighty, the, mighty I, Boss Tones? The, yeah, the, I don't think they ever ended up playing with the Boston, oh, but same, but same type of venues. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, so that was, I was like, you know, fifteen. That's going perfect. to see going to see those guys, and you know, it was so cool because they were they were actually in in Bob's grade, my, my older brother, Movie right. Bob, and the lead singer John Frederick, who actually when he did his solo band after high school got a song in the Yu Gi Oh movie mm. which was kind of funny um <laughs> but uh he uh he pointed out to the crowd and said we're gonna dedicate this next song to bob chipman's brother <laughs> and, and it was a song called r2d2 which was my favorite song of theirs and i was like all right this Perfect. is awesome
1: <laughs> that that's that's pretty great
0: <laughs> yeah um so so that was like my first show but then my yeah. first like show that like you know, I left home and like wasn't dropped off by my parents. I, it was <laughs> around the same year ish. Probably, I think it was, it was 2000. It was the year 2000 Warp Tour.
1: Oh, and, and let me
0: tell you, let me tell you, a 15, 16 year old kid going into Boston by himself to <laughs> go to the Warp Tour was a shit show. <laughs> and it was a wonderful shit show, but it's like oh, yeah. you know, it was at Suffolk Downs, which was a horse race track, Uh-huh. and it was right in the center, so it was just more space than you could ever imagine. Uh, so it, it, they actually, after this year or after the year after, banned having warp Tour there because of how much we destroyed the place. Uh, uh, but we let me
1: uh, let <laughs> I me, think we had that happen me, in Cleveland to another. Let customer. me
0: give you the laid the layout for who played this show. Oh,
1: I'm gonna be jealous.
0: So it started out small with bands like um MXPX Uh and Millen Colin Uh and No Effects and Um Down by Law and Um uh, Strangely Um Seven Dust, which Uh fits in with all of those bands perfectly, doesn't it? There's
1: always there's always one. Well I'll t- my first Warped Tour had Katy Perry on it. so Yeah, okay, see, there exactly.
0: <laughs> Jurassic
1: Five. Ooh, gosh, oh, gosh, yeah. that's good.
0: Um, the Long Beach Dub All-Stars. <laughs> um, let's see, who else was there? Um, Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Less Than Jake. Yeah. Um, Bad Religion.
1: Uh, always yeah, a favorite.
0: Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> this sounds. This sounds like Riot Fest coming the, up. This this show was was insane, and then the headliners mm-hmm. were the mighty mighty Bostones.
1: Yeah, in their and, hometown.
0: And Green Day.
1: Oh, you were at the Green Day
0: year. All right. So this now all every band gets the same amount of time. Right, but, like thirty minutes, maybe. But like thirty minutes. So Green Day comes on at like four in the afternoon. And the entire festival shuts off. And, and so the main stage of the two stages side by side that they do, yeah. you just look out behind you and the entire fairground is just people. It looked like friggin' Woodstock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> no, wanting, to yeah. see, wanting to see Green Day. And me and my friends oh were in the God. pit. Oh. So it was just, oh, oh and um, oh, uh, um, what was that? What was the other band? There were like thirty some odd bands that, that oh, were yeah. there. What was the other band? It was um, oh, what the hell's the name of that band? Kobe Shaddix Kobe Dick. What? Oh, what is... um, uh... fuck. Jacoby, what the hell's the name of that Papa band? Papa Roach. Papa Roach. It was Papa <laughs> Roach like right after their first album dropped. Really? This oh, shows, and POD, POD was on the show. <laughs> I just like th- this thing was insane. Um, who else? Oh, I think Blink 182 didn't play Boston, but they were on that tour that year. Oh man. Um God it j- oh, Phoenix TX, Harvey Danger. <laughs> um
1: dude, that's solid. That's solid. See, I uh, I think it cut out, but um, my my first Warp tour was a uh, it was it was all over the place. It was a weird one. Two thousand eight was my first Warp tour, and um, we it was like had the punk, you had Street Dogs, you had Anti Flag, you had Against Me, like in their like big punk rock moment, and then Real Big Fish and Protest the Hero, and I didn't see Katy Perry. Purely because I uh, was still trying to be punk. And I'm like, I'm not going to see that pop star. No way. I'm, I'm skipping that one. Um, but I and I still regret that because now I'm all about the experience. So.
0: You can. <laughs> you just.
1: Can you. Hear, can you yeah. Hear me? Yeah. I'm hearing
0: you now. <laughs> all right. Yes. Yeah, so. So let's see. So uh, you, you said anti flag. They were there. I forgot about yep. them. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I forgot. And I forgot about, um, uh, shit, uh, flogging Molly. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, just everybody. And yep. then, so I went a few years, thrice was there the year after yeah. I love, I love thrice. Um, they're actually one of my, one of my tops. I, I love that band. Yeah. Um, and then, so I hadn't gone a few years after that. And then I took my cousin.
1: Yeah. When, she was,
0: when she was 13 and I well, was like know, my experience. mid twenties. And so I was the old guy cause <laughs> they had a separate stage for all of those bands to play. Right. On. So she's like, Oh, you're going to go like to the no effects bad religion stage. Uh-huh. But then, but then she ended up meeting up with me because good Charlotte and, um, uh, <laughs> newfound glory played. Right. And, and I gotta say those guys from newfound glory are the best fan experience you will. Oh, they're they are great. They are. They love show. their
1: fans. Yeah, they
0: love them. Um, okay.
1: So, so you're you're probably gonna. Let, I told you before, I am obsessed with music, and yes. I am beyond obsessed. One of the things I do is I track every show that I've seen, and I have a note on my Facebook page of every show that I've been to and how many times I've seen each band. Oh, that's and awesome. I, and I also keep a playlist on my iTunes that. Has one song per show that I've seen, um, which has, I think it's 940 songs right now. Oh, dude, that's so cool. It is cool. It's also disgusting, but um, it's. It just means you're passionate. (laughs) It also makes it easy for me to keep this conversation going because I can reference it. (laughs) Because, like you, I got the experience of being the old guy. Um, I think it was two years ago, because I know this year was their like going away, like 15th anniversary. Finale, and yeah. then last year was technically the last tour, so it was the year before that. And um, I had the same experience because one stage had um, the Ataris and Municipal Waste and oh. Valiant Thor and CKY and the Adolescents and Suicide Machines. Oh my god! And it god. was incredible. And then the stage next to it kept having the bands like Falling in Reverse and Attila, Bring, bring,
0: bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. Th- 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 I- I wish. 30, 303. I yes, yeah. 303,
1: I think, was on. Yeah, it was all stuff like that. Family and I'd be like, Force 5. I'd be sitting there watching this full cause we ours is like a couple different stadiums. This place called Riverbend. It's got um like a main auditorium like the big like lawn seats and all that and then there's like a smaller one that they have smaller shows in and on the smaller one so this whole pavilion is full of people watching Attila and I'm just looking around at these kids and being like this must be how my parents felt when I started listening to Limp Bizkit yep and I knew it that exact feeling and then they all start leaving and I'm like what are you doing municipal waste is playing next like you you kids don't get it <laughs> just, That's I, awesome! Oh, oh you, you, I had that feeling. You, you're gonna
0: hit me with more of these. So, so oh, that okay. show, that show where I
1: felt like the old guy was the first time I had ever heard of Paramore. Paramore was actually at my second Warped Tour, and they weren't on the list. They just were a surprise act because they were on tour, with no doubt at that moment.
0: Right. So I had never heard of this band. I don't know how <laughs> I had never heard of them. But <laughs> I never heard of them, and I'm like, all right, all the kids are into this. They're technically like the headliner, yeah. So I'll stick around, and I was blown away. I'm like, holy shit, they're great.
1: Oh yeah, they're great, <laughs> and and I am I, I'm gonna say they were great. I don't like their new sound now because now they sound like one of those indie pop bands. Which
0: yeah, they did do
1: that. They're still <laughs> making successful albums, and people still like them. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I, Much like many people who say the same thing about metal, I say the same thing about indie pop. It all sounds the same.
0: That's very fair. That's very fair.
1: And I and I try. If it's not your taste, you then it's just you you won't get it.
0: (laughs) So I'm trying to think. Another old guy moment I had recently was Mm -hmm. going to see real big fish, (laughs) Um, because I I see them every chance I can get, and they're wonderful. Oh, but.
1: they never put on a bad show.
0: <laughs> they were co-headlining with Bowling for Soup, who I had never <laughs> oh, seen. Yeah. And and let me tell you, the guys from Bowling for Soup are – it's like they took 1998 and, oh, just, yeah. and just put it in a time capsule. Their live show reminded me of what Blink-182's live show was like in, like, 1998. The right? jokes were juvenile and hilarious and the best thing is the whole band completely let themselves go. So they're all like huge now and they yeah. don't care. Like that's I part mean, of their joke. Like the singer <laughs> held up a picture of himself and he goes, do you guys remember when I looked like this? He oh goes, I'm a God. fucking rock star. I don't have to look like that
1: anymore. That's, oh man. I mean, and that's the funny thing. Bands like that do it better than Blink-182 these days, um, which who I'm going to be seeing soon, but I'm really worried because I've listened to their live shows of this recent tour they're doing with Lil Wayne, what are they doing? Um, and it's just, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. Yeah, and
0: it, it's such a shame because I actually, for the majority, like the output of the new stuff. Yeah, even though it's different, it it, yeah. it makes me happy. It in, in like a, I, I had c- called the um California, um the the Force Awakens of pop punk album, <laughs> because it. Yeah. It was everything that I wanted it to be, but it yeah. was slowed
1: down and a little bit more mature for, you know, for is, my age. It is, it is slowed down. It really is, and it's uh, like because unfortunately, the only person who can keep up with that pace still is Travis. Uh, yeah, he is. He is. I feel bad saying it, but he is just too good for that band, and he always has been. He is way <laughs> too good for that band. Yeah.
0: But yeah, their their live stuff that I hear recorded now, it's missing something. Their their live show from before, because they they were never the best musicians live. No, no. But but that this type of music, it, you know, I don't go to like a less than Jake show to hear them, you know, yeah. you know, sound incredible, like like sonically. You know, right. it's 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 all part of the crowd reaction. It's, it's all part of the performance. And seeing Blink One Eighty Two like way set back on a giant
1: stage in a stadium just isn't how they should yeah. be seen. Yeah, like, I I agree. It's it's tough, and that's that. It's that weird that weird balance of you want this to still be a punk show, and then you look around at twenty thousand people, and you're like, this isn't really a punk show anymore. Yep. <laughs> like, even um, though some
0: bands, some punk bands, can 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 get a crowd that big going and it works somehow like bad yeah. religion playing in front of a crowd oh, yeah. that big for some reason works. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> the, the songs have kind of an Epic kind of sound to them.
1: Right. There's a there's a raise your fists up we're all in this together kind of feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's why like, you know, th- that's like the Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly yeah. Oh, yeah. can 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 fill a big venue because it's basically just war chant songs.
1: Everyone else that's is true. singing along. We know the words, we know that chorus. We're going to help you. Exactly.
0: Um yep. and so oh, so the other band that played at this show was Nerf Herder.
1: That name is familiar. I don't know them, though.
0: So they were like a pop punk Weezer. Okay. Is the best way to describe them. That's a good way to describe it. it. It was like super, super nerdy pop punk. Like they wrote songs about Spock and you know and Star Wars. Sure, and,
1: why not?
0: And their sign—it was so funny because they 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 were the opening band and they came out and they go, "All right, everybody, we're here to unveil our new sign." And this teeny <laughs> tiny little like made it Kinko's thing rolls up at the top and they goes, "We spent two hundred bucks on that fucker. Look <laughs> at it." god, <laughs> like, yeah. you guys are awesome.
1: It's, it's perfect there's this there's just so much to a show you don't know what you're gonna get and some people just bring it and uh, i I love it live live music is my passion it's my wife's passion our first date was at a festival our I proposed at a festival like it's our thing and it always will be that's <laughs> awesome so so hit, hit, hit me with something else Let, let's
0: Let's let's keep going down the live show um, track because this is fun okay. I like this.
1: Um, well, Um. so like I said, we're this weekend we're going to a festival. So um. right. Today is September 11th. So everyone bow your heads for a moment. But yes. Yes. This, I, yeah. Whew. Yeah. I don't I don't want to get too deep into this, but, you know, we got to show respect, you know. Oh, absolutely. Do. Thank you for that. Absolutely. You know, we I know people that were touched by it personally and it's, uh, oh. you know, it's sad. Yeah, and this, has been, a, this has
0: been a rough day thinking through that. I was, yeah, se-
1: senior in high school. That that sucked. I was in sixth grade, and I remember the class I was in. Yep, it's rough stuff. But um, but to so moving back to positive stuff. Um, this weekend is Riot Fest, which is in Chicago. If you haven't heard of it, it's mostly punk rock festival, but it's got a bit of everything, and it's their 15 year anniversary this year. Nice. Um, yeah. It's it's great, and they've been uh, I think the last seven or eight years it's been like an outdoor three day festival. Before that, it was one of those multi venue across the city festivals. Yeah, we uh, do
0: those in Boston. Um, they yep. call it like the Landsdown Shuffle or something like that.
1: I forget. Yeah, they're I mean they're cool concepts, but unfortunately they've kind of been phased out over time. But um, one thing Riot Fest does cool is they do full album plays, so they will get bands to do like their best albums in their entirety and uh this year i think they've got 14 albums lined up so you've got against me doing reinventing axel rose and transgender oh dysphoria god. blues god blink doing enema of the state in accordance with the rest of their tour they got the flaming lips doing yoshimi bells the pink robots um ween is playing the mollusk Taking back sunday's doing tell all your friends and louder now like it's solid um but so i seasons. i'm
0: i am so fucking jealous
1: right now <laughs> Um, and and honestly, like past years have been amazing too. The tenth anniversary was probably my favorite because they had Slayer did Rain uh, Rain and Blood, <laughs> uh, uh, No Effects did Punk and Drublick, Weezer did the Blue Album. Um, God, who else? Offspring played Smash. Like it was Jesus. It blew everything out of the water. Like and it and it was and it was all because the year before the Violent Femmes played their self titled album and Riot Fest was like, huh? We should do more of this, and uh, and that. And since then, it's become a thing. I mean, they've had uh, they've had so many. They had um, Julian Marley play um, like a Bob Marley album through. They've had uh, oh, gosh, there's so many. <laughs> I can't even think of them all. Um, white 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 light, white heat, white trash by uh, Social Distortion. Jesus, um, man right like all these all these amazing albums have been played over the years and um they've been some some of them were fantastic sometimes you don't get the full album mainly from the rappers because they had uh the one year they had ice cube doing straight out compton they had snoop Dogg doing doggy style and they had wu-tang do enter uh um enter the wu-tang or was it 36 chambers whatever it is and um but I think Wu-Tang is the closest to playing the full album. I think Snoop and Ice Cube only did, like, three songs off the actual album. Oh, that's so, a big undertaking in
0: and of itself.
1: Jesus. It is a little, yeah. But, I mean, this festival has had royalty from all walks of music. I mean, Patti Smith, Iggy and the Stooges, Motorhead, Ice Cube, Modest Mouse, No Doubt, Slayer. Um, God, who else? Um just so many it's my absolute favorite festival that's the one i proposed to my wife at Um, that's
0: so cool man it
1: it was and it was it was an undertaking in itself because we um uh, i i emailed riot fest to say hey do you guys have any photographers that i could borrow and they put me in contact with someone so basically we get there after me almost forgetting the tickets like three different times and almost forgetting the ring (laughs) and uh when we get there, essentially, the person texted me saying, hey, I'm by this. So I'm holding a map up in front of my face, walking around, pretending like I don't know where I'm going, trying to find this person. And finally, I see someone who's got a camera who looks like they're looking for someone. I flag them down, and I, we pretended that they were just taking pictures for a magazine. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me get one more. Pull out the ring. Oh, and- that's so cool. It it was it was something special. So that since we only this this festival we only go just me and my wife. This is the first year that we've actually got some friends going. But um, we're like no one's gonna have any pictures of this. No one's gonna be there. So I figured this will be a good way for people to remember it. Um, and. And one time, the, the Riot Fest Facebook page posted, like, hey, you could win tickets if you tell us your favorite FS memory. And they used the picture of me proposing. And I was like, can I get free tickets since you use this one? It's a pretty good memory. That's awesome.
0: Well, I did not. Did,
1: did, 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 I was going to say, I, did they give you tickets? No, they didn't. No one commented back. I was sad. <laughs> it's okay. I had bought my tickets anyway. <laughs> so, did, did, um, have you
0: ever heard in any of these running how I proposed to my wife? Uh, I don't wh- say say that again. Sorry. Have you ever heard on any of my shows that you've listened to how I proposed to my wife? I don't. I don't think I have. So I'll make this quick because it's sure. it's only because it's a tangent off of what you said. <laughs> but uh, so there's a local movie theater called Cinema Salem. That's um, all right. Salem, That's... Mass. Super cool local movie theater, and you know yep. our. We met at a, at the Blockbuster I worked at yep. when I worked there when I was 17. Yep. So movies are kind of our thing. And my brother had, you know, this is back, you know, five or so years ago, my brother had been, um, you know, Doing a lot of stuff where he'd get like invited to talk at things and show like some of the videos that he had made for the internet like at places and we've made stuff before that Cinema Salem has shown. So I had him call up my wife and go, hey, they're going to play this thing you and Chris helped me made this war of the thinkers thing um, (laughs) on screen at Cinema Salem for my fans. I need you guys to come check it out this weekend. Um, (laughs) And make sure with me and make sure it looks good, you know, the day before I'm going to show it to my fans. And so then he isn't able to make it because he's stuck at a screening in Boston. We Uh go into the theater to watch his thing. And I actually cut together with his help Uh, a a proposal video that played on the screen. Beautiful. Yeah. So (laughs) it it worked out really well. It was awesome. And then we got married in a movie theater. Oh,
1: that's fantastic. And And old like lockdown and everything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep, exactly, and and I sung on stage. You can find that video on my YouTube.
1: Oh, I um, have to check that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, so
1: wow, uh, so nice, Riot Fest, like karaoke. <laughs> yes, Riot Fest sounds awesome. Um, It's absolutely worth, like, it's one of those things. It feels like if you grew up with Warped Tour and you loved, like, those classic bands, like, you will see someone you love there. Offspring, Rancid, Sublime, you know, Taking Back Sunday, whatever. It's all your tests. And there's plenty of new stuff, too. So it's a good place to to get to know some of those newer bands, too. But, I mean, this year is phenomenal. The headliners this year are Blink-182, Slayer, and uh, Bikini Kill. And then you got the... Raconteurs, Block Party, Rise Against, Flaming Lips, Jawbreaker, Wu-Tang, Patti Smith, uh, Rancid, Violent Femmes, Descendants, Avail. It's its phenomenal. And every year, you are guaranteed three bands, and that is Andrew WK, Taking Back Sunday, and Guar. They have been yep. at every Riot Fest since its inception.
0: That would be <laughs> worth the price of
1: admission in and of itself. Andrew WK is the happiest human being on the Dude. planet. He is so nice. We got to meet him the the first year. He they were doing signings. They haven't done signings since then because it got too big. But uh, they had um, it was just like walk up first hundred people get to meet the band, and I got to meet Andrew WK, and he is just the sweetest person you could know. He would sit there and talk to you for twenty minutes if he could. (laughs) That's that's going to become, I think, my my next
0: goal on this is to interview Andrew WK. (laughs) I think I think he would do it. I think he'd be like sure. I think he would be a blast to talk to.
1: I tried to contact him actually to see if he could help with my proposal that year. Um, I oh, that would have been awesome. Didn't hear back from him, but I'm like, if anyone's going to be able to help me with this, it'd be Andrew. And here's
0: this picture of my, me and my wife and <laughs> me on one knee proposing to her with Andrew WK with a microphone sticking out of his pants.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. With a big grin on his face and just like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm awesome. Um, so, the
0: Offspring, who I've never seen, they're like my top of bands I've never seen that I've always wanted to see live, have okay. the distinction of being the only band that I've ever written a fan letter to. <laughs> and, and I wrote it pre-internet. So, really. ink and paper. Ink and paper. I, dr- I actually drew the artwork from Smash yes. on, on the envelope, and they sent me back a pretty kick-ass handwritten letter. That's that I great. thought was kind of awesome. And that, it, my mom
1: still has it somewhere. That's fantastic. That was one band I didn't think I knew who they were. And then my friend got me the CD, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I listened to Smash and I'm like, oh, this is this is phenomenal.
0: <laughs> Off- offspring are like they are the weezer of punk bands. Because oh, yeah. they because they nothing about them is 100% serious. No. So no. it's like it's this weird thing where it's like they know they're posing. Yeah. You know, and they
1: and they own it. They're fu- they're fine with it. I just saw them actually uh another festival that should be worth your time. Um oh, I can't think. It's called Camp Anarchy. It was in Columbus here. And um uh, and they played at it and they did you know, a phenomenal job. His voice is straining a little, you know, Dexter can't yeah. do so much. But you know, he's a doctor now, so he can do what he wants. Um The only reason that band exists. Right. Um, to but pay he, his way through school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But uh he um um it, for uh they played uh Gone Away and he, he sat down at a piano and just played it, just him and a piano, and it was beautiful. And you're like, This is so not punk, but we're all totally okay with it.
0: Yeah, they're they're amazing.
1: Yeah. It's just,
0: the, the songs are so iconic. And, like, I had missed entire albums by them. Yeah. That I, I've gone back and listened to, and I'm like, this is fucking great, start to finish. There's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's a solid collection. <laughs> it's actually, it's funny, the album that everybody kind of came into them on, Americana, is, like, my least favorite album by them. And it's still
1: great. You know, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's, I mean, there's a lot of classes on that, but yeah, that one was definitely like the hey, we're gonna put this on the radio now. Would yeah, you like to hear it? And it, it, it's, it's the goofiest thing they've made. Yeah. whereas
0: like Ixne on the Ombre is like, oh gosh, just straight like thrashy punk, like two minute first.
1: <laughs> when yeah. you just, I mean, you just hear that, yeah, 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 and you're like, yes, jump in,
0: <laughs> yes, oh yeah, dude, oh, this, this is awesome. So Let's see, man. What else? What? So you got Riot Fest. Yeah. Have have. So I went. You mentioned Jane's Addiction. Have you ever gotten a chance to see Jane's Addiction? I have a
1: great story on that one too.
0: So so I <laughs> just so I so there's 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 a local concert here in Boston, or there was called the River Rave, and okay. it was and it was put on by. Um, WBCN, which is now disbanded, but they were like the big local, like rock radio station. Right. And the river rave, um, had like, you know, they, they'd get bands from all walks of life. Lots of local Boston bands. They'd have Moby come in like a rave tent (laughs) spin, you know, and stuff. But this year was the reason we all went is it was Jane's addictions, um, comeback year. Like they released oh, nice. a new album, the yeah. original lineup was back together, and I'm like, oh uh, man, yeah. I would love to see Jane's addiction. This is great. Yep. So we went and it was a great show. Like, um, there were you know, like uh Incubus played. Nice.
1: Check one
0: two, check one two. One two one two.
1: And you're back. Did you I'll catch be. my Home Star Runner reference? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you? I'd- Yes. Oh God, I love Homestar. I went to I... see the Sweet Doctor. I'm Doctor Sweet. I got the Grown Up Beats. I'm Doctor Sweet. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no more rapping. It's terrible. Um, do you have you have you ever heard that
1: the That's... Homestar
0: Run Strong Bad sings and other type hits? Oh album? yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I've done I've done I've done a few Homestar songs at like karaoke, and the the Strong Bad Sings album is lovely. Oh, it's <laughs> amazing. Anyway, so oh, yeah, so
0: i heard incubus yeah incubus audio slave oh Um, yeah it was a cool show Uh, and jane's addiction played and they were great yeah and my friends and i got oh no so actually we got tickets to Lollapalooza, and jane's addiction played and then we went to the river rave a month later and jane's addiction was the secret band (laughs) so we got to see them twice in the same summer i'm like
1: all right that was really cool i've had that happen with a few bands I I saw Jane's the first time they were they did the that Ninja tour Nine Inch yep. Nails Jane's Addiction and uh, I, I they were it was in Indianapolis I was in Cincinnati I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna go I I don't think I'm gonna do it and then I was in a sociology class and they played the the song that Jane's Addiction did with with Ice T that don't call me and I'm not gonna finish it that don't call me N word Whitey and. Uh, And I watched that, and I'm like, this is so intense. I should really go see these guys. And uh, Nine Inch Nails is the best show I'd ever seen. So I was already, like, close to going, but then that pushed me over the edge. And Jane's Addiction blew me away. Like, at the time, probably one, like, top five bands I'd ever seen live. That show was phenomenal. And it was with the original lineup, too, which I think helped tremendously.
0: Yeah, they're just – they're – they're just a different kind of band like we don't yeah. have too many bands anymore like Jane's
1: Addiction it's like that like late 70s early 80s just like straight up rock i've compared them to aerosmith a few times especially with the whole perry farrell dave navarro thing it felt very much like aerosmith like you don't see that rock star vibe between band members that you did with that
0: where okay
1: where was I at? Where were we at? We were talking
0: I, Jane's addiction but you were, we just were about to plug something you like to listen to.
1: Oh yeah. Um well there's a there's a podcast that I love. They've been around for a while now. Um the the whole thing is called Exploso Magico. Like that's like their channel that they have, like their whole big thing. The main one that they do now is called LOL LOLJK. Um and it's like LOL Joey Kyle. And it's this guy Joey, his buddy Kyle, his wife Kim, and their friend Brian. And they are the most – they just talk the weirdest shit you could imagine. It's like this, but with more drinking and more like, hey, I found this website with funny sex toys, and let's talk about that. And it's the weirdest stuff, and it's hilarious, and they only just recently put up a Patreon too, and I'm like absolutely supporting this right away. Um, oh, sweet. Hey, by the way, how when um... –
0: what level are you on my Patreon?
1: The
0: $5? So that's where I do the pay it forward thing, right? I mean, if you want to put it towards them, then that would yes. be my go-to. Yes, that's what so. I was going to say. Oh, I, I, I have um, I have to do better at keeping up on that, but I, I really do. That's a very important thing to me yeah. is the sharing of wealth
1: well, out they, to other people. Well, and they have Patreon goals not based on the amount of money they get, but based on the amount of people they have. And so they are working towards um, – a goal. I think they're at like 24 people now. And if they get 30, they're gonna record a specialty podcast of a um like a a, a watch and commentate like a like uh, like mystery science theater style of uh, Dune. Oh god I, I need I need I need to make this happen. <laughs> so push so push your push your folks to to checking this out. If they want to find out more you can uh, either you can go to exploso magico or I think there are other uh, website is godmakespoop.com <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you want to trick your friends, you could go to, uh, let me see. I think it's called findmeapodcast.com, um, which, spoil, <laughs> spoiler alert, it only gives you their podcast. <laughs> That's genius. It's This great. stuff
0: is hilarious. Oh, wow. Their <laughs> website's awesome.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, the guys. Does um, because before they did their podcast, the the guy Joey made a a cartoon series called uh, uh, Destructo Box on uh, Newgrounds and stuff like that. And they do. I mean, they they have the LOLJK. They also do a thing called um, uh, uh, Criterion uh, Criterionauts, which is where they review Criterion movies, mostly the awful ones that are like horribly offensive and disgusting. Um, And then also they – and they've got a bunch of podcasts like in the background too, like uh, one where they just talk about like paranormal stuff and one where they talk about video games, mostly indie games. And I am currently staring at my cat trying to climb up the window, and she's going to knock my TV over. I hope she does not. Anyway.
0: Their Patreon uh, tiers are hysterical.
1: Oh, they're great. Uh, That's based off of uh, uh, a joke from – uh, one of their podcasts where they basically play as like, if they're answering questions like we would from a teen magazine. So it's like Sally, Sally too. And then there's Trisha who talks in this voice at all times. And it's horrible and disgusting. And they, it's, it is not for the faint of heart. I'm going to tell you right now, but it is funny. And um, everyone should check that out too.
0: Absolutely. This is a star. I like the, the Joey level is you'll receive Everything mentioned above. There's no added benefit for your extra dollar sixty-six, except the eternal <laughs> gratitude of the Dark Lord Joey.
1: Yes, uh, um, and then they're fi- the the highest paying Patreon gets a mention, and like they like hail him like like a king at the end of every podcast they do. Right, and you get a personal phone call. Yes, yes, this, yep. this is good. I like it. They're great. I mean, and they just and again, they're just ones. They just did this for fun for years, and uh, they only are now doing it. And they pretty much were just like. We just want to buy new microphones. That's all we want. <laughs> and um, but it's it's a great show. and uh, they're they're great people, and they're hilarious. so nice. and they and they just and uh, Joey and his wife just had twins. so I'm like, of course, I will support you. <laughs> yes,
0: oh yes, no, uh, yeah, you' been added. new new parents uh, need everything they can get yeah. You're still so, there. Yes, yeah, music there. so, yeah, music. Have you, have you ever seen the band at the drive-in live? I did
1: at Riot Fest.
0: (laughs) Was that on there when they've toured recently?
1: Yes. Like, uh, my last show was two years ago at Riot Fest. So yeah. Yes.
0: So I had seen me and my local friends around loved them. Oh yeah. I I fucking loved that band. And we never got a chance to see them cause you know, they split into the Mars Volta and Sparta oh, who then yeah. we saw both and they were both great too.
1: Have you ever seen the Mars Volta? I have not. That's kind of on my list. Cause aren't they just like getting like, aren't they working on stuff again? I think they are. Yeah. So we, we saw the
0: Mars Volta touring on their, their debut album. And oh, so nice. they've, they had, you know, they were absolutely fucking insane and they played for nearly three hours and they played four <laughs> songs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so it was the drummer didn't stop playing yeah. oh, my. the whole time. They actually brought a stretcher out and he fell out of the drum kit into it at the end of the set. <laughs> like it, the theatrics were out of control. Oh, it's it, so, was, it, it was so awesome. <laughs> and then and then seeing at the drive in now and seeing that they had just as much energy.
1: Oh, yeah, like, they were fantastic. They still delivered.
0: And that was that was such a bummer of a show um, because they announced the reunion tour and they had they all got sick. Remember?
1: Oh, oh.
0: or, or uh. no, they didn't all get sick. Sorry. He blew his voice out.
1: Oh, no. and
0: so they, they canceled the tour, but they they made good on their promise and came back exactly
1: a year later. Nice. And we got to see him and that, that was really cool. Well, I'm waiting to to get the tickets for Ozzy coming around because he had to oh, cancel this summer. Yeah, at least I got to see Iron Maiden this summer, so that I that's one too. more off the list. Yes, I did too. The first time, so good. Oh my gosh, I'd never seen that. That was on my bucket list, and and I was like, boy, I hope this show's good. And then they open up, and there's that airplane on stage, and I'm like, all right, <laughs>
0: it's gonna be I, great. My my cousin's husband, so I guess cousin in law. Uh-huh. Um he's when you find that video of me singing at my wedding, that's him playing guitar while I'm singing. Uh, he's he's just a classic metalhead.
1: Yep. And
0: <laughs> he he said to me he goes you will not see a show quite like these guys. I no, got to get you out to them sometime.
1: They they were astounding. So Still he, great. Calls,
0: he calls me up and goes, "Okay, um I've got tickets. We're going." see iron maiden and i'm like dude isn't your like baby do like three weeks after that he goes yeah it's fine it's fine dude we're going to see maiden yeah we're doing and then so we get to the show and i'm like all right dude and and, you know we go to a local bar that like has iron maidens beer on draft and it's like all right this is really cool and and he goes all right um so i don't want you to feel bad he said but this isn't the first time i've seen them on this tour and i'm like (laughs) all right how many times have you seen them on this tour? Figuring, okay, maybe you went at the beginning. He oh, goes, man. all right, let's see. I saw them three times in Europe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought and that they weren't going to the U.S. <laughs> he goes, and then this is the third time I've seen them on God. the U.S. Like, of the tour. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. He goes, yeah. He goes, I hope you don't mind. I, I don't know if you're going to like our, our seats. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sure. So we get there and we're standing up against the stage. Oh my god. And I look at him. I I look at him. Why would I not like this? I I look no, he was he was joking. And I look at him and he turns to me and he goes, um he goes, so I just want you to know that I have seen this band I, the number was crazy. He oh goes, "This is honestly the best I've ever seen them play." Wow. Wait until you see this fucking show, and He's... I'm like, "Wow, you hyped this up pretty big." And so, Aces High goes down with the, oh. with the plane and everything, and yeah. where you know we're standing up against the stage, yeah, right? and. And Iron Maiden doesn't put a big gap between you and the stage. Like, nope. they they had you close. And he turns to me after it, and he goes, all right, you know what, dude? I think
1: we should go. That wasn't quite immersive enough for me.
0: <laughs> like, he's
1: just joking around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right,
1: this is God. awesome. It sounds like he's seen Iron Maiden more times in that tour than I've seen my most seen band ever. Like <laughs> I think yeah. the most I've seen a band is Corn. Okay, I I don't I shouldn't say think. I have my list pulled up. I've seen Corn eight times. That That's is the most another I've band seen. I've always wanted to see live. They are still amazing, and their shows. I've never seen a bad Corn show. I That's will. Admit. so good to hear. they I, are always great. It's not something I'm, you know comfortable
0: admitting around everybody because you have to get people that know, they kind of get that band <laughs> to understand like why you could say you were a fan of corn you know, because, <laughs> because I go back and listen to corn sometimes. And if I'm not in the right mood, I kind of go, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> and then I, and then I get myself back in the right mindset and I'm like, no, these guys fucking rock. I don't, yeah. I don't
1: care. At, le- at least explaining corn is easier than explaining Limp Biscuit, which is another great show and totally worth seeing. But people won't admit it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would I
0: would see Limp Bizkit if if you told me there was a Limp Bizkit show I'd go.
1: Yep. I think yeah, I've seen I'd them go... 3 times and they're great. I'd go see Limp Bizkit.
0: Um who yeah, who have I seen that I'm not super jazzed about admitting but the show was great? Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> I have a They were fucking great. Yeah.
1: They really I, were. Are they at? Oh, they're playing. They're playing an album at Riot Fest this year. They were great. they, <laughs> yeah. they, op- they opened for Weezer. Oh, that's a good combo.
0: Yeah, it, I,
1: it felt really good. In in the Riot Fest, like what you can and cannot bring into the festival, they say uh, what you cannot bring, and they say no crying, and they list except at Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's 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 perfect. Sure, why not? Although I. I I mean, if you're gonna be crying, I feel like you wait when you, the time you should be crying is tears of joy when we see the village people there.
0: No fucking way.
1: Yes. <laughs> Imagine a a crowd of punks having a wall of death to the wise to the YMCA because I that's would, what's going to happen.
0: I would, I would pay good money to be part of a wall
1: of death during YMCA. The funny thing is, every year Riot Fest gets at least one act that is just completely out of left field uh this year it's it's the village people obviously last year they had jerry lee lewis um wow yeah uh, and then one year they had um i mean just they they always get like one just out of left field you don't know what to expect like i mean they've had tenacious d and yep. a whole bunch of reggae artists and other random ones like that, but I think I think village people may be the oddest that they've ever had comparatively.
0: Amazing. (laughs) Oh that that that, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a great show.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's gonna be a good time. (laughs) We're ready for it.
0: (laughs) Have um shit. So at warp tour one of the last years I went. Yeah. Kill switch engage took the stage. Ooh, (laughs) and they and they were great, and they were great. They took the stage after. I'm gonna say like it was it was a good band, but a really like whiny band, Uh, (laughs) you know, like a Hawthorne
1: Heights kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So, and, and the band, but Killswitch Engage came on stage, and the singer comes out and looks around and just goes, "All right, you motherfuckers. Any of you kids ever heard of a Wall of Death?" (laughs) <laughs> because I really want to see you guys make a wall of death right now after what I just watched. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome.
1: Oh, now, they, I got to say, like, the going to Warp Tour is one of the best things just because it's young. They're, everyone's young, and everyone's still passionate. Like, yes. I know you joked about Bring Me the Horizon, but I saw you're, them. You're right. I mean, they are, and they they still are. But I saw them at Warp Tour when they were still on their um, – i think it's suicide season is the album so right when they had their big you know we will never sleep because sleep is for the you know those big pump up songs that everyone knew and they had a circle pit that encircled the um the 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 sound booth so like you know 50 feet back and that circle goes another 50 feet out like with the radius it was insane and uh you know, just stuff like that warp tour like I'm so proud I got to bring my brother and sister to their first warp tours and my brother even got a bloody nose seeing Devil Wars product which I'm like that's a good place to get it. <laughs> so uh I mean yeah it's just the the passion of a warp tour is phenomenal.
0: Right exactly. So I'm realizing now that it's one fifteen in the morning.
1: So <laughs> yeah, so is. I'm
0: so so I'm actually going to nicely ask that we end this there, and when you get back from Riot Fest, can we schedule to have you back on and just continue this? Because this conversation's been incredible. Absolutely, absolutely, sir. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm 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 going to thank you, Mark, for shooting the shit with Chippa, and um, I will talk to you again soon.
1: And enjoy Riot Fest. All right, man. I, I appreciate it, sir. I will be. I will I will let you know how things go. And um, you know if 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 uh, if all goes well, let's uh, let's do this again. Absolutely. Thank you, dude. All right. Peace out, man.